Hey, listen, how good is it to have the boys back on the box? Hello, Brisbane. for sports as Brisbane crowds are consistently the league's biggest. North Korea launching an intermediate range missile over Brisbane's new bike hire scheme. What am I going to see in Paris that I can't see in Ashburn? Like at what point is a Highgate Hill? At what point is it South Brisbane or South Bank? You will find the location of where the treasure of Brisbane is hidden, mate. When I arrived, they advised I needed some forex. Hello and welcome back to Unpacking Brisbane. Henry, Brett, what a well-deserved break we have had. New year, new me, new episode. Any New Year's resolutions, Hen? Just to get this podcast rolling and to change from Apple Music to Spotify. Is that a resolution of yours? Yep. Not only because Spotify hosts our magnificent podcast and do so excellently, but I like the green, I like the black. Yeah. Now, I know you have both. I have both, uh, which you know some people will take a sign of as a sign of capitalist excess, but mm. it's just because my parents pay for one of them, and the other one it's a the three dollar Apple Music student deal. Now Spotify is much better for playlists, ten, and my listeners will probably disagree with me on this, but I think it's a lot worse for albums. It's not built for that. Apple Music, by retaining the iTunes thing, is about albums and artists. Yeah, would you agree? No, I would. It's and, and I do get intimidated. Is it because your playlists? girlfriend has Spotify? No, it's nothing to do with that. I think it's entirely to do with that. It's nothing to do with the fact that she told me she puts songs on playlists she doesn't like that much because it suits the (laughs) overall flow. We had an argument about playlists. The mise en place of the playlist. I'm now realising the Spotify Apple Music thing might be ingrained in uh, relationship kind of... Dramas. Not dramas as such as... Tensions. Debates. No? Debates can be non-tension. They can be non-tension Aggressions. No? Microaggressions? If, Major if, aggression. No, if there was an aggression, it's micro, like everything in the relationship. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. That. Yeah, that's, that's one for the ones. Oh, don't worry, mate. I share a, I share a wall with you. Oh, yeah. I'm hearing nothing from that room. I'm hearing oh. stone cold silence from that room. It's because it's a rule that during romance time, everyone puts on their beats. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, in this house, we all have noise cancelling headphones. We, we, I make- Mainly for the street, because we, again, Caxton Street Studios, we do live on Caxton Street. And sex in the Caxton Street Studios is brought to you by Sonos. <laughs> Does Sonos have an over-the-ear headphone? Surely. Surely. <laughs> Reminds me, by the way, this show is brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped. Who we, who we haven't heard from for a while. Our sponsors. But they're still making great... <laughs> there was one email confirming that it, in like October. That it graduated to a payment form. Now, that payment has failed to eventuate. Now, what's weird is that we've been paying them and they say, oh, yeah, it's just to get the accounts open. We'll transfer well, you we'll the money eventually. You the money. It was, um, no, it, it made sense. It was honest. It was an honest mistake. We had to transfer their money to confirm that we were legitimate, that we're real people, yeah, right. and we have to do that monthly, at which point they will sometimes pay us. Yeah, it's not a scam. It's not a scam. And, and yeah, and I acknowledge that a lot of the manscaping uh, marketing representatives are from, you know, various royal family members in Nigeria, but, mm. you know, there is a Nigerian royal family. It doesn't mean it's a scam. If a Nigerian prince wants to have a side hustle in manscaping in and in, in pubic yeah. hairdressing... That's, Go for his, that's how hard would it be to be a Nigerian prince these days no. trying to do anything? You like email like someone in your class being like, hey, um, it's me, Nigerian prince Jeff. Mm. Um, can I grab that homework? Oh, scams. Mm. Scam, well, imagine, imagine being an Egyptian architect trying to get back into some traditional architecture, get in touch with the roots of Egypt. All I need you to do is invest in this. Uh, oh, is it a pyramid scam, is it? Absolutely not. <laughs> 
No one replies to my emails, guys. I, it, you know, it's a really exciting building. It's bottom heavy, light on the top. Uh, it's not a pyramid. It's a pyramid scheme, but it's not a pyramid scheme. Now, this is the show ostensibly about Brisbane. Uh, <laughs> and believe it or not, Joe and I have spent, you know, months together, uh, but we are catching up on microphone. But, folks, first episode of the year. And, of course, we're doing the city, the centre of town. So it's an important episode. Yeah. but Big episode, actually. It's, it's the CBD. Now, I'll say it's the mid-season premiere. Because season three is not done. You know when Glee had like a two-week break yeah. in the middle around sectionals and you'd be like, sectionals was the season finale, but then regionals was the season finale and that yeah. was just a break for the American I, I, I think quite, it was like a Thanksgiving I break. quite like the mid-season premiere because often what the mid-season premiere is, Henry and TV shows, is the pilot will get approved, yep. but then they'll only order a run of about 13 episodes, yep. see if they work, and if the first couple work, yep, there you go, have a full season. That's why How I Met Your Mother, season one, episode 13, can, if you stopped watching the show there, you'd think you know who the mother is. Oh, who? Victoria. Who? Oh. Uh, if you... Is she the cake lady? Cake lady, yeah, cake yeah. Because yeah. at that point in the story, they half wrapped it up because they're like, we don't know if we'll get renewed again. So what happened here is we've done 49 episodes. Yeah. It could have very well ended <laughs> at the last one and Manscaping got in touch and said, greetings. We're going to keep you afloat. From Nigeria. <laughs> uh, we'll keep you afloat. We'll give you a go at this. Um, but we're back and we're talking about the city, which is usually the hustling, bustling centre of town, but probably right now, a little less so, or yeah. at least it was earlier this week, because in a beautiful little bit of symmetry mm. with uh, where we kicked off... Poetic justice, in a way. ...our first episode of last year, Brisbane went back into lockdown. Mm. Brisbane, and, and this is... It's rare, you know, we extrapolate a lot of global news and Australian news and say, let's put that through the Brisbane lens, but this was dead set greater Brisbane news. And it was greater Brisbane because Brisbane... I mean, Brisbane's greater every day. Yeah, too right. I mean? just gets better and better, mate. Yeah. But, you know, greater Brisbane, it is bloody great, mate. You know, What's better? Now I finally understand uh, what it was like for all those people in Melbourne. You know, three-month lockdown, three-day lockdown, it's all, it's all really the same. I get mm. what it was like to be inside. Yep. Uh, I'll tell you what, Hen, it wasn't quite as fun this time. Yeah, there was First a novelty. lockdown had a real, oh, what's this, novelty. I'm going to, like, read some more books. We were just on holiday. I've read all my books. I've read all the books. Like, I've done... Name a book. Lockdown should... Um, uh, uh, perfume, the story of a murderer. Read it. Mars. Mars. Read it. A space, a Mar- space journey. I've read Mars, a space the journey. The Philip K. Dick novel. Well, it's, it's, it's racist now. It was written oh, in the Has Mars been cancelled? Mars is cancelled. Like how, I think Elon Musk is responsible for cancelling Mars. Yeah. Richest man there for a bit. Yeah. Not so anymore. Than Mars. But, but yeah, this lockdown, you know, hey, our friend, friend of the show, Hamish, member of the Mangroves, made the point the other day of like lockdowns when you're not at work or at uni feel so bad. Yeah. Like we were on holidays. I was already doing nothing with my days, but then state sanctioned doing nothing with your days. Way more painful than I thought it would be. And we, in terms of what, it looked like at the Caxton Street Studios. Yeah. Probably not all that different from if there hadn't been a lockdown, to be honest. There was cricket on. We say great test match against India. We watched that. We played. The only time when we weren't sitting on the couch watching cricket is when we were in the backyard playing cricket. I think I've injured my foot. I scored 117 in one gutsy innings, and that came off the back of Joe bowling me for 99 recently. So a lot of psychological scars that I managed to get overcome. Over. Yeah. overcome. And then immediately I struck a chanceless 102 mm. to bring up my second century in the backyard. Yeah. Anyway, it was good. Uh, so, so but it did feel pissing. weird. Um, masks, I guess, Brisbane, 
if you're listening to this, hey, I hope you're going well with the mask thing. The rules are a bit all over. Uh, I think now when this comes out, you can you don't have to wear them in your car. You got to have them on your person. Yep. I mean, just just wear them if you can. To be honest, it's one of those things where there's a lot of niggly little exceptions, and you can make sure you don't get into any trouble at all by just like wearing a mask. Yeah. Like Spider-Man. Like, was it you who made the point the other day, Henry, of like, Probably. yeah, mask rules can be annoying. Oh, i got to wear a mask, prevent transmission. You also don't want to get COVID, right? Yeah. Like, I'm, that's yeah. why I am most incentivized to wear a mask is when I go to Coles and potentially breathe in the air of 50, 60 other people, I don't want to get COVID. Yeah, I think I was making the point around, like, with all the politicisation... With all the representations in pop culture and Twitter and film and God, we're stuff, losing freedom. With all the you know the man in the iron mask, Jim carries the mask. It's all of that stuff. With all the with all the surrounding buzz, I think we just often forget about COVID, as in not the economics, not the politics, as in COVID, um, and you don't want to get it. So Brisbane, don't get it. Jack made the point, and it came back to food, as it often does with Jack, and it almost always does. He hungry guy. He was making the point, and I wonder if this happened to anyone else. He was doing his ordering. His, I think he was getting a euros. And he goes, oh, um, no tomato. Jack famously hates tomato. Yeah. And then goes, and I'll get the special sauce. Now he ends up with no special sauce and a lot of tomato. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, my issue here is he's like, and then we went to get a coffee the other day. And he asked for an ice long black. And he gets a very, very hot long black, which he then went and put in the freezer for two hours. <laughs> I actually. Yeah. Was I asleep? Um, I don't know if this was the other morning. It's hilarious. And so Jack goes, I think the real pandemic is that voices are being muffled, orders are being misheard, and I want to know from the Unpakistanis, let us know, has there been a little uptick in you getting the wrong order since this mask thing happened? Joe's putting his mask on now, actually. Very good. Yeah. It was on hand. So, all right. Hey, uh, mate. Well, and, and they'll... Yeah. Welcome to Flickin' the Bean, this new Paddington uh, coffee store. Yeah. All the beans are from a rainforest. Flick, right. flick. Uh, sorry, do we have to say that? I'm a casual. Uh, no, no worries, man. I used to work at Levi's. Oh, sick. Cool. Yeah. Um, what can I get you? Um, can I just grab a very, very hot cappuccino, uh, an espresso, and avocado toast with no lemon? Sweet. Orange poppy seed muffin and a smoothie coming up, man. No. No, that's oh, not oh, what I asked for at couldn't all. Hit, couldn't read your lips, that's mate. not what I asked for. I'm deaf. Did I mention that oh. as well? So I was reading your lips. You're kidding. Yep. How are you knowing exactly <laughs> when to respond to what I'm saying, though, if you can't read my lips? Years of training. <laughs> I'm with MI6. <laughs> See, I don't think that sounded that different. No, it was fine. This mask muffling <laughs> business. I think Jack's mumbling. I think he's so excited about getting a year off that what, what he probably pitched is, and I will have no tomatoes, and special sauce, please, probably come out with, no tomatoes, special sauce. Or, <laughs> no tomatoes, special sauce. Or the year guy had a look at Jack and went, you know what, I heard him. I reckon this guy can do with a vegetable. <laughs> Maybe we cut Maybe a little the bit less special sauce and a few more special, special veggies. Uh, Nothing more special than a vegetable for you, mate. A <laughs> <laughs> special thing in the world. You'll be feeling special when you're nice and healthy with your tomato, mate. <laughs> you don't die at 30. You might have noticed that we're a bit scattered. We're a bit all over the place with yeah. this housekeeping. And the reason for that is, we'll admit it, we're a little hungover. Because uh, last <laughs> night was the first mangroves gig. <laughs> Oh, I know. Still feeling it a bit. What a night. You know, Henry, you didn't need to do that stage dive because <laughs> everyone was seated and in masks. Uh, but full a, credit to your parents for picking you up. As a boy who grew up watching School of Rock on a portable <laughs> DVD player driving to Victoria, man, I had to do that stage dive. And, and I think it went well. And that girl's ankle 
it'll be fine. I think that was a fake bone she stuck out of it. I think she got it from the echo. I think it was like I think, it, I think it was a wishbone. I think we were meant to snap it and make a wish. Which I did. That yeah, is. I, I yelled out. <laughs> that was a real Wishbone, wishbone, everyone wish. As you went, you're making it worse. <laughs> Caitlin's fine. Um, uh, she's fine. She's fine. She'll walk it off. But yeah, thanks to everyone who came out. Uh, I mean, it was. It's such, why we. We're recording this before the kids. Yeah. Because we here's, did this. here's what I'm implying. Either the episode is coming out basically <laughs> live on Friday morning or we've got home from our first ever macros. <laughs> all right, let's record the episode. Also, I'm like going to the cricket all day Friday. Like there's no way we could have... Re- yeah, we released it on Friday, but I don't think anyone... Oh, that's fine. Oh, whatever. We, I'm we sure got into this habit the- ages ago. Anyway, the show is coming up. But uh, for... Kingdom Pakistanis who didn't get a ticket to the last Mangrove show, or if you got a ticket and you loved our gig, uh, we're going to exclusively announce the next gig right now. Yep. The and Flaming Galar. Flaming Galar. Un-Pakistanis will know it. We had a fabulous Milton live show there. And a couple of live shows there. Um, so it'll be very exciting. Sunday the 7th of February. Now, mm. we're hoping that'll be out of the no dancing mask-based restrictions. Mm. Um, and the show... Flaming Galar have interpreted the restrictions uh, that we'll need to wear them on stage while singing. Mm. If that remains in place, we might have to push the show back a couple of weeks. But yeah, 7th of February, Mm. ticket link will be out soon. Stay tuned to the socials uh, and keep spinning that album. And as Joe's written down here, well, maybe we've sold all the t-shirts, but... We have cool Mangroves t-shirts and hopefully yes. you can get one before Nelson, our drummer's cousins, get them all. Yeah. Because uh, Nelson took a huge amount of shirts. Nelson, he's pri- not only is he a musical genius, he's the commercial brain of this Oh, operation. absolutely. And Nelson, because seemingly he has about 80 cousins uh, and has countless friends who we've never met, where mm. there's an annoying amount of overlap between you, me and Hamish and like, oh, yeah. you know, one of us, you probably know them all, but Nelson just taps into this commercial space that, I think we're going to be rich, Henry. Yeah. Purely on the basis of Nelson's t-shirt selling capabilities. Well, he's got a, he's got a way with clothes. He finds scarfs in drums <laughs> and he makes t-shirts. It's uh, like pulling a rabbit out of a hat. Uh, last bit of housekeeping. We'll get into the CVD in a second. Uh, we're doing another late lines show with our absurdist comedy troupe, The Miscreants. That'll be next Friday at Good Jack Comedy Club at 9.30pm. It's not an Unpacking Brisbane show. It's a absurdist improv comedy news and it's going to be very fun um, so and it is uh, having having just worked on some of the news I can vouch this show's hilarious it's going to be a lot of fun when we write it um, <laughs> okay, I promise when we write it it will be good uh, that's for next week let's talk about the CBD and we'll start it start the year the first one of the year 2021 Blackjack Wikipedia Week Wikipedia Week now, Henry, I actually think guessing the population of the CBD is going to be, and this is this tradition is keeping on in 2021, I think this is going to be as hard as any you've ever had to guess. Because at any point in the city, surely there's tens of thousands of people there, but how many actually live there? Henry Bretz, what is the population of the CBD? Far out, I guess, because you've you got the Meriton, where people live. Which it's very tall. Got, well, yeah, well, heaps of people in that. you got bloody half of friggin' Hurston up that thing. Um... <laughs> but Hurston's not the CBD, so no, you, you wouldn't count it then. Crucially, it isn't. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> Naturally. Um, my boy, Hurston is... Uh, my boy. James. Oh, I, d- I don't even know, like 2,000? As far off oh. as you've ever you been. You say that every fucking time. <laughs> no, like. this is... Okay, well, I think by... 10,000. Fa- yeah, it's very close. It's 9,460. Mm. I, I think... I said 2,000. You were so on the right... N- 
money with just all it takes. What was, what was that? You're on the right track. Oh, yeah. Close to being on the money. <laughs> you're on the right money. My, my boss said something to me on the phone today. I can't remember yeah. what he was like. Mate, let's just get like, oh, what was it? He goes, it's no, he meant to say, I was like, he goes, you can do this, you can do that. It's no worries off my neck. Because <laughs> 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 it's either skin off my back or... skin. No, it's skin off my teeth. But isn't that lying through the skin of your teeth? I think you lie through the skin of your teeth. Nah. And then it's, it's no skin off my back. And I think he isn't said, it's no, no skin worries off my, off my neck. <laughs> no, the skin off your nose is if you get sunburnt, mate. As you did a little bit over Christmas. Oh, yeah, we both po- popped on the pants. Nah, it's no bit. skin off my nose. What the fuck? It's not no... Oh, back's also a thing. It's definitely back over nose, mate. Nose comes up much more f- uh, often it's than back. It's because you're using Nose Google, that weird Chrome extension you got where all nose news is filtered to the top. It's very strange. <laughs> it's, very it's a weird I think extension. you invented it. Uh, also, no skin off my teeth's valid. So what's incredible, there's all but these valid ones, but isn't neck valid. Isn't. There's no worries off my neck. He didn't, there was no mention of skin. No worries off my neck, mate. Oh, that's funny. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, the CBD. Okay, I was wrong with the population. Fine. The Brisbane Central... Um, also, I feel like we should... Nah, never mind. We'll, we'll do it. I was going to say... Uh, we'll do it in contemporary. It's fine. Let's no, just no, talk about it. say it now. I was going to say we should define that we're talking about the CBD, but we're not going to talk about all aspects of it because we thought it's yes. too big for one yes. episode. Agreed. So we're not going to talk about like your Eagle Street as much. We could yeah. talk about that separately. Things like Friday's Riverside, which are in the city that we think probably could get a bit more out of. Yeah. So there are certain, if you listen to this, you go, they didn't cover all of the CBD, intentional. For- we're, spiritually, we're covering the CBD sort of Queen Street Mall, yeah. the Hungry Jacks, for me, where you went after school. For me, we're covering four streets each side of the Queen Street Mall. You know what we're covering? We're not covering the CBD. We're covering the city. Like, yeah. oh, we're going to the city, bro. Yeah. Cool. Like, if you went to Friday's, like, if your mum picked you up, if you say your mum worked near Friday's, that's not really going to the city. Like, no. you're going to, like, the Riverside or going to Eagle Street. Like, Eagle Street is its own identity separate to the city. I agree. Like, if I was like, oh, I'm going to the city, that's a very, very different beast. I agree. So, all of that stuff will be covered in turn. But with that, the Brisbane Central Business District, or CBD, officially gazetted as the suburb of Brisbane City, and colloquially referred to as, you'll never believe it, the city, hey. is the heart of the state capital of Queensland, Australia. Now, already that's a big judgment call from Wikipedia to say it's the heart. Yeah. It's like the centre financially, but it's the heart. We're incredibly biased on this point. I'd say Caxton Street is more the heart of Oh, Brisbane God, yeah. With Suncorp, Forex Gold, yeah. Maccas, Caxton Street itself. Milton and Paddington, I, I feel, is... I was going to say the spiritual heart, but the heart is spiritual. Like, mm. yeah, I don't know if I'd call the city the heart. Maybe it's the brain. Oh, certainly it's the brain. It's the wallet. It's, the, it's definitely the wallet. Mate. Definitely. What's the dick of Brisbane? Uh, South Bank. Oh, Valley. South oh, the Valley. Bank. Yeah. Yeah. What? South, huh? South Bank's the. West End could be there. That's the butt. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> it says here, yeah, colloquially referred to as the city. Is there any city that isn't, in, that isn't referred to as the city? Like, is, what would Sydney call? I'm going into. Going to the rocks. Going to the harbour. Melbourne. Going to the epicentre. <laughs> Go to the guts. Yeah, I don't know. Perth. Oh, we're going to the one guy screaming about mines. <laughs> oh, it's the Premier. Hey. Oh, hi, man. 
Hey, Mark. You know the um the mayor of Perth is also a breakfast radio. Yeah, host Basil Zemplus. Yeah, yeah, very weird. Also, his name is Basil Zemplus. Basil Zemplus. <laughs> All right, John Cleese. The, fa- the fact that he's mayor of Perth is like the third weirdest thing about him. <laughs> <laughs> and that's weird. The CBD is bounded to the northeast by the suburb of Fortitude Valley. To the west of the CBD is bounded by Petrie Terrace, which in 2010 was reinstated as a suburb after being made a locality of Brisbane City in the 1970s. That's interesting. Petri Ter- I mean, we're not talking about Petrie Terrace, but I didn't know it was... Re- it's like Pluto. Remember how Pluto was a planet, then a dwarf planet, nope. then a gas, then a planet again? Yeah, so I don't think it's a planet anymore, but yeah, they just can't make their mind up, Henry. Mm. Uh, it would have been interesting, though, if the Caxton Street Studios was in the CBD. Mm. Like, imagine if we... Oh, where do you live? The city. But no one would guess Caxton Street. Yeah. Very fascinating. Yeah, that is interesting. So imagine that. We could have, it would have been a very now, different... Now, there's a very important thing for visitors to Brisbane City. We don't have a New York-style, easily navigated, 5th Avenue, 38th Street, blah, blah, blah. We don't have the French arrondissements or the Canberra little circular roads that go out from the epicentre that is Parliament House. But what we do have is an undying respect for British royal tradition mm. and... A handy way to navigate to boot. Henry, do you want to tell us about this? Yeah. From the Wikipedia. So most central streets are named after the members of the House of Hanover. Bloody, this house on a Saturday morning, House of Hangover, more like it. Yeah, I was trying to do, oh, I didn't like Hanover Part 2 as much because it was in Thailand, you know. House of Hanover. So is Hanover the surname of all the queens and shit? Uh, I thought it was Windsor. I thought it was currently the House of Saxe-Coburg-Gotha. Queen Street, named in honour of Queen Victoria, is Brisbane's traditional main street and contains its largest pedestrian mall, the Queen Street Mall, named after female members Adelaide, Alice, Anne, Charlotte, Elizabeth, Margaret and Mary, all run parallel to Queen Street and perpendicular to streets named after male members Albert, Edward, George and William. So, I know you've said you find it makes it very easy to remember how to get around. Oh, I think it's incredibly easy to navigate. So for someone who is almost was on the verge of having to repeat grade one, the <laughs> dexterity and spatial issues, I find it makes it more hard. <laughs> because it's not just me going, I'll have a guess, I'll have a guess. I'm like, oh, the fact that there is a system and I still fuck it up, does yeah, my head in. That, that would stress you out. I can't See, remember which way the boys go and the girls go. Also, it's bloody 2021, isn't it? With all this gender stuff. Well, that's what the little alleyways are. Like next oh, to Brew. That's, that's the gender fluid uh, members of the House of Hanover. Win Lane and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. Now, see, Hen, just imagine for me, yep. you're standing on Adelaide Street. Mm, I've done it before. Which, see, w- no, I can't. <laughs> Which one's that? Uh, Am I looking at. Let's say you're looking at City Hall yep. from Adelaide Street. Okay, that's. Because Anne. You'd go through. I'd be looking. It'd be on my left. If I'm on Adelaide Street. Looking at City Hall. The City Hall's on my left. Yes. Yeah. And then what's even further to your left? Anne Street. Yeah. Okay. There you go. But then where do the blokes come in? Because then, well, then they a, you'll be going, I'll be like, oh, Anne. Okay, I've just passed all Hallows. And now I'm passing. Anne Street I, I'm is passing a fabulous where Johnny Anne Ringo's. and Adelaide's oh, are. Oh, no, 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 yeah. What the fuck? Albert's here. <laughs> Hello. It's Albert. me. George. Eddie. What's on George Street? Court. Court, yeah. George Street's the justice centre. George Street is the top of the city. It's the closest to the river. George was the king with the stutter, wasn't it? There were like five Georges. 
thought you were going to say there were five kings with stutters. <laughs> I don't know enough. I haven't just looked it up. The House of Hanover stopped ruling with George V in 1866. Uh, so George. the current house is Windsor. Well, there you go. Not much we, we can do about We've it. already spoken about Windsor on this show. Exactly. Uh, the CBD squares include King George Square, Post Office Square, and Anzac Square, which is home to the city's central war memorial. How good. Mate. Here, here. King George Square, Post Office Square, Anzac Square. Fuck, marry, kill. <laughs> now, I'm a gentleman, so I don't kiss and tell, but absolutely fuck Post Office Square, <laughs> marry Anzac Square, kill oh. King George Square. You're killing both. You're, hang on. You're fucking Post Office Square. Yeah. That's the least sexy square. No, it's not. I've lunch on Post Office Square pretty much every day when I'm working in the city. Oh, no, it is kind of cool there. It's so cool. Post Office Square of all those three is an actual scene. I'll sit in P.O. Square, eating lunch with, with a glazy or something, and we'll run into five to ten people we know. And just places being a bit of a scene and a bit of a hub is sexy. Mm. Anzacs, I have a lot of respect. That's a marriage I thing. I wouldn't want to fuck an Anzac. That would feel disrespectful. Well, you're fucking a square. I feel like I have to marry an, the Anzac. Yeah. Out of respect. <laughs> Obviously, if King George Square is still like grass, it's going to be yeah. a totally different story, but well litigated on the last episode. It's fucking absurd that it's concrete and it's a clear kill for me. I agree. I'm probably going to... Maybe I married King George Square because there's... For stability. Well, because that's where the mayor is and I'm like the first, I'm like the first King, lady. King George Square is undoubtedly the... Central Square, hell yeah! Like and there's the always those cool, part. those cool big TVs that are like, did you know that the the elephant has as many centimeters in its toes as we have leg? Or you know how there's just like fun, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's like fun. Oh, it's trivia as well. And remember I walked past it. Showing, remember like they're like the top five grossing movies. Oh, so that once they put up in December the top five heaviest NFL players. That's right. And they're just ripping into these guys from America who we don't know being like, Herschel McWatson Jr. weighs 300 pounds. And I'm like, for one, I don't know what that is. Yeah. What's pound? Yeah, it's weird. I feel like they're all just, there's probably a bot. Mm. Um, now, further they on Brisbane a, history. Yes, sorry. Uh, oh, no, April, but I said I was going to, yeah, I'm going to. Oh, I'm, you haven't I'm even gonna, made yeah, your I'm going to marry King George Square. Oh. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to fuck Anzac Square. Okay. Because it's like, you know what? You, you're off to war. I'm like the dockside fuck. The last, like before they go up to Gallipoli. I'm that's, like. That's quite hot. One for the road. Like, come here, Mel Gibson. Yeah. And then. I'm going to kill Post Office Square. It's ridiculous. They never deliver my parcels on time, and they deserve death. Well, it's weird. The post I'm office giving them death because it took them so long to get me that record. Yeah, that did take ages. Mm. You strike me as one of those people who used to take an annoying amount of time to do an FMK. Oh, hell yeah. I consider every element. See, I, I think FMKs are so instinctive. The thing you think in, say, the first five, ten seconds is the closest to what you actually think. And then there's justifications, and mm. I, get, I guess we're on a podcast... I mean, yeah, the premise of which is unpacking to yeah exquisite lengths. No, but but you but you strike me as a long time yeah okay FMK. It is true. On the second of April, eighteen sixty, the Queensland right, fuck marry kill. The second <laughs> April, eighteen sixty. <1860. laughs> fuck April, marry the second, kill eighteen sixty. I actually have the exact same thing. <laughs> totally agree. First instance, April because correct. it's a girl's name, and yeah. I, think, I can think of a few hot Aprils right now, like. Um, the is there an April in what TV show has an April in it? <laughs> I'm thinking of a couple of hot April. Oh, um, Parks and Rec. 
No. Isn't she April? No. April. She is. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm not thinking of that one. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry for uh, the answer to the question. Oh, what show has an April? Oh, Parks and Rec. Oh, well, yeah. I'm not thinking of that one. TV show, April. Right in, right now. April. Take me to the April. Well, there's a TV show called April, all about April. That's not what I mean. April in, not Grey's Anatomy. Couldn't matter. Couldn't matter less. Let's move on. Let's move um, on. On the 2nd of April, 1860, <laughs> the Queensland government opened its first school, the Brisbane National School, in Adelaide Street, under the headmaster John Rendell. Its initial enrolment was 50 boys and 8 girls. Talk about a ratio. I reckon that probably accurately represents the terrace or hollow split you'd find in the city today, <laughs> mate. Am I talking about 50, like, large group of 50 terrace boys, mm. 8 AHS girls... Yeah. Three of the boys are friends with one of the girls. And that's all that suffices for the connection. Marcos, Jakey, we're all going to go meet up with April in the city later. <laughs> bring 47 mates. It's going to be awesome. Make sure you bring your school bags and just leave them everywhere. Yeah, couple Make of sure gold you... coins for Hungry Jacks, but you'll be stealing most of what you eat. Make sure your hat is just left on every bench and you're running around the whole time. Looking your phone? Oh, cracked. Make Crack it as it. cracked as possible. <laughs> TCs have cracked phones that always have low batteries. Hey, we're going to talk about crack later. Mm. Um, yeah, because their batteries are low because they're sending nudes all day on Snapchat. No, no, legit. Almost without fail, I can tell how much of a TC someone is by how, much how relaxed they are about low battery. <laughs> low power mode? No, thanks. I'll have sex No, man, instead, no, no, actually. I actually have sex. I'm actually cool. All right. Up until 1964, a Brisbane City Council regulation limited building heights to 132 feet, which is 40 metres. Some of the first skyscrapers built on the CBD include the SGIO building, which is now Suncorp Plaza, in oh. 1970, and AMP Place in 1977. In the last few decades, the number of apartment buildings that have been constructed has increased substantially. Brisbane is home to several of Australia's tallest buildings. How about that? There you go. Yeah. We stuck really? it. We haven't got a Q1. Q1, which cheats because it's stuck a big fat pole on top of it. Oh, anything with a spire or a pole is absolutely fucking cheating on height. Yeah. You should be able to catch a lift to the highest point. That's my standard. Mm. Brisbane's tallest buildings are Brisbane Sky Tower at 270 metres, 1 William Street at 260 metres, Soleil at 243 (laughs) metres, Aurora Tower at 207 metres, Riparian Plaza at 200 metres, I haven't heard of any fuck any of these. One 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 Eagle Street. At least we've heard of that. That I've heard of. Uh, at 195 meters, and Infinity at 249 meters, which was completed in 2014. Now Infinity, mate, is the Meriton Building. So now that's not the tallest building in Brisbane, despite the fact. But that when you look at the skyline, when you look at the skyline, it's like the only one you can see. And not only just on site. Do you feel like culturally it sort of has the reputation yeah. of the like? Oh, the bloody Meriton. Oh, wow, Meriton, aren't you a bit posh? Oh, Meriton, I feel like, I feel like top I, floor, if there's a gust of wind, you can feel it move because it's so high. Because I work in it's radio. Its whole premise is being high. Yeah, because I work in radio and people are dicks a lot of the time. I'm pretty sure I've been told <laughs> to say, mate, if things like that happen, you just want to go chuck yourself off the Meriton. Yeah. But it's things like that. I feel like it's definitely got now, the cultural status of tall, big dick, phallic building. my theory, because I was thinking about this, I haven't looked it up. Yeah. Is the Meriton built on a hill? Well, it's near all hallows, which is on a bit of a hill, or hillows. Yeah, I wonder whether 
it looks higher to us because its elevation, say, above sea level is higher, but the actual building uh, itself isn't? Or whether It is, because you, cause where it is, you kind of then... Oh, but it's near the wharves. Now, where's Brisbane Sky Tower? I don't even know what the fuck it is. Meriton has a loose energy, because I remember Joy had a few friends who used to be like, either lived there for a month or something, Holy and always shit. be like, kick-ons at the Meriton. You know what Brisbane Sky Tower was? What? Or is. Was it the State Gun building? No. No, that's one William Street. That's Tower of Power. Ah. Brisbane Sky Tower was when we went to that boiler room party. <laughs> it that's, did feel yeah, high. Yeah, 2 2 Margaret. That makes sense because when Lucy Duke was like, oh, come up to level 64. Yeah, that was nuts. That's huge. And I got up there and I felt about 48 years old because <laughs> it was all your grade level. And I was like, oh, that's right. My best mate's young. <laughs> yeah, it's finally good. And it's fun when he hangs out with my mates because it's a novelty of Henry's pride. <laughs> oh, but when I hang out with your mates, <laughs> I'm a the, pedophile. It's the weird old guy. And we're 64 floors above the ground. And I was so, this is true of every night, but that night in particular, I was so sweaty. <laughs> I remember we'd come from yeah, you a were, Christmas party. You were criminally sweaty. I was like a walking dam. <laughs> People were calling me Wyvernhoe. <laughs> now, that's not true because they weren't quick enough to come up with that because they were like eight years old. Yeah. But gee, 270 metres. Let's talk about something that has been raised many, many times with In us. DMs. Yes. <laughs> no, we're not sending you our news. <laughs> People have been slipped, sliding into our DMs. Joe, walk us through it. Frogs Hollow. This has come up almost since we started the show, as something people point out. You sort of only see it on Google Maps, but if you're ever like using the maps function to get directions somewhere, you'll notice there's a little locality in the city called Frog's Hollow. There's no sign about it in the city. There's no story about it in the city. So everyone's like, is it a glitch? Or like our stat maps sometimes has weird names. Frog's Hollow, though, is basically what we would consider the city city. Like from Gardens Point, basically, to Queen Street Mall, that's Frog's Hollow. It is... uh, Basically, just a very old name for a low-lying, swampy area. It was the red light district of Colonial Brisbane and its Chinatown. There was prostitution, sly grog, and opium dens where there's now like, there's a grilled next to a BWS. (laughs) It's crazy. It was like, and this is really the heart of Brisbane. This is, the boundaries are between George Street down to Edward and Elizabeth to Alice. Um... Living next door. And it was named because it was basically just named after this little creek that used to run through the city. And fun historical fact about the creek, Henry. Mm. Uh, although it was a very small creek that you could probably jump across, blah, blah, blah. Oh. It was the site when they laid a wooden plank of the first ever British bridge in Brisbane. Oh. So the original Brisbane was like two metres. It was just like a little It was across that plank. Across Frog's Hollow. That'd be an easier fun run, wouldn't it? Oh, it's not. I'm doing the bridge to Brisbane this weekend. Oh, yeah? Going back to Brecky at mine. <laughs> it took it took two seconds for eight of us to do it. Come on, God. It was amazing. We're going back to Brecky at mine at the Meriton. Oh, is that the third tallest building? <laughs> Fuck off. It's not cheap. But yes, and finally an frog. answer to Frog's Hollow. It is a historical district. Oh, is there starts... a famous frog? Is there a mascot? No, no, no. no. A tiddly, probably. No princess. Anna Bly wasn't the princess who kissed <laughs> the first frog and it turned into Peter Beatty. Hello. That's how Campbell Newman started. They turned a frog and it was yeah. very evil. None of the motorbike lists would kiss me. I'm going to cut all the frog budget. <laughs> no, we spend too much on lily pads every year. <laughs> I'm it's sad. It's Campbell Newman. Oh, shit, I'm a human now. Um, just nurses. Cut nurses is They're what like, I meant when I said lily pads. I uh, meant pads like tampons for girls named Lily. <laughs> cut lily pads. And you're, ru- and you're running for mayor, right? And your name is Campbell 
new man. Yeah, nothing to see there. I'm a new man. <laughs> so you're not, you know, did you speak old Campbell old frog, did you? No, no, not at all. Just a normal last name. In an Obama-esque scandal, it's like, we have obtained Campbell Newman's person. And you're not going to like what you find. His real name is Ribbit Ribbit Old Frog. <laughs> He's chosen the most normal. And what was your name again? Um, um, Campbell Newman. <laughs> It was this close to going, oh, John Person Person. Uh, well, Frog's Hollow. There you go. It's Frog's Hollow. Now, came from. Henry, we're both answer. massive movie buffs. Love movies. And how proud are we that the Brisbane CBD, as Wikipedia tells us, is featured in a number of films. We're just going to run through these because I think they're all yep. cool. Inspector Gadget 2, the sequel to Inspector Gadget, featured many scenes showing the Brisbane CBD, South Bank and Kangaroo Point. We're going to do an episode on that one day. Don't worry. The Marine a film featuring John Cena, uh, had the Golden Triangle District of the CBD during a scene in which an explosion occurred. Cool. Does anyone know what the Golden Triangle Precinct is in the CBD? Yeah, what is he talking about? Phil's, is it like the casino? No, no. Um, it, I think it might be around like? P.O. Square. Oh, okay. Cool. I don't know. Well, I've already killed that. Phil's Gold. <laughs> I knew that one. It's got Matt McConaughey and Kate Hudson. Uh, that was in the Botanic Gardens at the beginning. One of Jackie Chan's films, which is called Jackie Chan's First Strike, um, which I think was about when he led uh, an industrial movement. Oh, it was a CFMEU thing. Yeah, they CFMU they marched through the city for uh, penalty As Jackie rates. Chan says, if provoked, he will strike. And he doesn't yeah. mean karate. <laughs> uh, it featured in the city in many scenes. Da, da, da. The Brisbane CBD was used in Powderfinger's 2009 music video, All of the Dreamers. But how did they, they slip that one in there next mm. to like fool's gold John Cena movies they're yeah. like and by the way a Brisbane band used it for a Brisbane music video yeah, yeah. fucking course they did it's not exactly a feature length movie no um, all of the dreamers that's the B side but I'm now remembering I really like that it's good it's good Powderfinger I don't think I've seen it uh, well you wouldn't have seen it uh, the 2009 vampire film Daybreakers was filmed in Brisbane the 2015 film San Andreas starring Dwayne Whoa, I Johnson. didn't know that my friend Nick was in that movie I think it was, might have been as a featured extra with the line and he got cut in editing. Um, <laughs> but he's now on Breaky Radio and he's doing a great job. He got cut from San Andreas. I know. That masterpiece. I remember when San Andreas came out starring The Rock and a lot of boys my age were like, oh, it's a movie version of Grand Theft Auto because GTA San oh, Andreas so is like and one of the more like, popular storm. And then it was just about a fucking earthquake. Um, and then the big one. In the 2017 film Thor Ragnarok, Mary Street was used in a scene with Chris Hemsworth and Tom Hiddleston to betray New York City. Now, this one shook the city to its fucking core. That was fucking big. Were you in school? No, nah, I was in first year uni. Oh, man, it was awesome. I was I was a little bit too cool for it. I was still in my ah. sort of like half anti-Marvel phase. Can't Just like too, wasn't into it that much. Can't be too cool for Thor, mate. No, oh, I, I would agree. I wasn't like a fanboy yet, but I... I thought it was cool Brisbane was being used for something. I went in. I, oh, you went I, in? I got the ferry and the bus in and had a look. I think I just hung around at the barricades for a while. And, um, See him? I saw Tom Hiddleston. Oh, really? Yeah. I saw Give Tom Hiddleston yell. go for a little walk. Saw Loki go for a little walk. Ask him on the show. I said, don't go where, Don't go back to fucking... Where are they from? Uh, as, uh, I almost as, said Pandora. Asgard? Asgard. Don't go back to Asgard because Thanos will get you. I was Asgard. Asgard. Yeah. You know when you're guarding your ass for a, a spanking. Yeah. Because I don't want poo. Um, oh, God. I remember they had like big yellow cabs on the street of Brisbane on Mary Street. And I thought that was very cool to see. New York. And I was like, oh, taxi. And not just because my mate dropped a beer. Bit of a, I'm walking here. 
Um, and they're like, sir, don't. You're on the set. I'm walking here. What's that? What's all that smoke? It's like, it was 9-11. I, sorry, I set my <laughs> New York guy on 9-11. It's like, Loki, brother, we must go back to, I'm walking here. Cut the shot. Cut the shot. All right, we're all going to go we to the Pancake Manor. We got a sweaty manor. fourth year who's just walked into frame. Yeah, just cut it. We're going to go to the Pancake Manor. Yeah, it's open. Yeah, no, it's yeah, it's open. Trust us. Trust us. Is Mind it a, your is Pancake it a, Manors. Say please and thank you. Hey, I like that. Um, all right, that's Wikipedia. Let's have a chat about contemporary. But first, a little message from who we believe might be our sponsor. Well, it's a city on a river and don't you ever forget it, kid. Now, Henry... Pertinent yet again as we've been in lockdown. Mm. But have you done something about that quarantine bush of yours, mate? <laughs> mate. You ask, I feel like you ask me this every week. Well, um, I, I do. And it's just because I live right down the hall from you and yeah, I'm tripping over pube hairs every morning. You're molting. Mm. And I don't mean in the plumbing way. No. Because this is the footy show. <laughs> I, went, I went shaving through my quarantine bush looking for what could potentially be a bounced email um, about a certain sponsorship. And it wasn't in there. No, no. But, but I'll tell you. They, whilst the magic technology of the Lawnmower 3.0 yep. might not help you get an email about whether or not you're getting paid <laughs> for your sponsorship, it does trim pubes extremely well. Oh, to a T. Like, As it, in I shave them into a T. Yeah. A terrace. Terrace. Whereas I shave mine into a P for pencil. <laughs> oh, pence. Good on you, Bretzy. Very funny on assembly. <laughs> Just um, looked out our window and realised there's some beautiful fairy lights. And, oh, yeah. And they're um, illuminating. Outside of, outside of Suncor. Mm. They're absolutely gorgeous. And what they're doing is illuminating the clean-cut quality of my bush. Oh, because so true. the Lawnmower 3.0, battery lasts for 90 minutes, so you're not mucking around with charger no. cords um, and, I, and I, dangerous water in I the bathroom and I don't think I've power. needed to charge my Lawnmower 3.0 since getting it. Because I do a two or three minute trim max, mm. which means that's lasting me 30 trims. Oh, it's amazing. You know, trim once or twice a week. That's basically half the year. I remember because obviously we talk about it and you go, oh mate, I'm going to actually go and use the manscaping stuff. And you go into the bathroom and you'll be out in a jiffy. Oh, I've oh, taken, I haven't even finished I've listening taken to longer, Bohemian Rhapsody. I've taken longer like pisses mm. than it takes to trim my quarantine bush. But Henry, for fans of Unpacking Brisbane and fans of clean pubes and clean trunks and good looking dicks, there's always the code Brisbane at yep. checkout. It's 20% off and it's free shipping. Free shipping. Lawnmower 3.0. It's just, it's beautiful technology. It's everything. Uh, it, yeah, it, you can take it in the shower with you because it's water resistant. It's everything. Just amongst other talking points. Um, it's everything <laughs> except any info about your sponsorship. <laughs> it's it can the only thing it doesn't do. It's uh, it's it's just one of those, it's just one of those products where it's, <laughs> listen, I don't, I'm, it's good. It's it gets it gets the job done. Hey, it shaves your pubes <laughs> and it does it well and you won't cut your dick. I genuinely don't know what else I could say. It's very good. I couldn't be more truthful, but I'll tell you. I don't know what else to tell you about. It's um it's Halloween and we've updated the copy. Oh, Last on. we heard was Ooh, it's me, the ghost of the pubes you trimmed. Hang on. Sorry, that was one, but that was that was four months ago, that email. Um, oh, anything else? <laughs> no, right. Um, just use the just use the use the just code. use the, use the code <laughs> word Brisbane. Uh, when you go to manscaped.com, 20% off, free shipping, code word Brisbane. Earnestly do get this stuff. Fellas, there's just no excuse. 
Well, it's a city on a river and don't you ever forget it, kid. And let's kick off this chat about the contemporary CBD with the two biggest hitters. We're going to pit them up against each other, talk about their strengths, their weaknesses. Of course, I'm talking about the iconic fast food meeting places of the CBD. Mm. Were you a Hungry Jack's on Queen Street Mall or a McDonald's in Winter Garden, guy? And there is a gun trained on you. <laughs> Answer correctly. McDonald's went to gun. So, yeah. By a mile, actually. I've probably gone to that Hungry Jacks in earnest like three times. But the amount's spoken about. Oh. Hung- For those of you who don't venture into the city that much, Hungry Jacks, and we're aware that this is um, sort of dro- painting with a broad brush, rather. What do you do with a brush again? Um, but... It's got a sexual energy. Yes. And that was always the way. The ima- was, now, when I was in... I knew someone yeah, who got a wristy in the toilets at Hungry Jack. You, do you say wristy or handy? I wanted to start by saying wristy because it sounds lighter than a friend of mine got a hand job <laughs> in the Hungry Jack's toilets. He was gainfully and, employed and, in and, a hand job. <laughs> and afterwards, I don't know whether it was for payment or just being nice. But he bought the girl a hamburger, not a cheeseburger, because the hamburger <laughs> was a dollar. I think the cheeseburger was two twenty. I would not reveal the names of anyone in this. But it's incredibly funny. If you want cheese, it's got to be third base. <laughs> Come on, just the wrist? Um, those toilets? It's, it's actually cooked. Because I don't know anyone who's actually done it, but the amount to which it was Brisbane folklore of... Oh, meeting up with my year ten girlfriend in the city. Talk is we're probably going to go to the HJ toilets and yep. muck around. Now I don't know. I don't actually know anyone who did. I, it, I know, as aforementioned, uh, two people. Yeah. Um, it probably it, it, yeah. is the single most iconic meeting space in Brisbane. I'll say this: I didn't often actually go to that Hungry Jacks, but you better believe I told people meet at the Hungry Jacks, and then you'd go. I would often inexplicably meet people at the Hungry Jacks and then walk to McDonald's Winter Garden. Yeah, despite the fact that, like, we were always just going to go to McDonald's Winter Garden. Yeah, I mean, I like McDonald's food better anyway. Yeah, I think the burgers are better at McDonald's. McDonald's. One thing I will say for Hungry if, Jacks: if the burgers are so good, Jack wouldn't be fucking hungry. Because he'd be eating his burgers all the time. So yeah, I mean, poor guy. Full Jack, I'd be like, "That's a good burger." Full Jack, I'd be like, that's, "That's my house." He's surround. Yeah, <laughs> better believe it. With tomato <laughs> that he didn't ask for. <laughs> but yeah, I think that hungry Jacks. Here, here's what I think, and we're going to talk a little bit about the politics and the ongoing negotiation of do your parents let you go? Yeah, and from what age? But my mum, when I f- was finally allowed to go to the city and she conceded, her big thing was, "All right, I'm letting you go." but do not hang around the Hungry Jacks. Do not be those kids. Now, here's what I think's happened. You know the goths that hang out near yeah. the Rocking Horse store? And I'm talking... because they hang I'm out not near... Just, I'm not exaggerating. You know what I mean, people? This is Because they goths. hang out near um, Off Your Tree. Yeah. They do a whole bunch of scene clothes, I think. Okay. Just... No, do goths go up to Off Your Tree? Where is Off Your Tree now? I think it's moved, hasn't it? I thought Off Your Tree is next to Rocking Horse. That's why they all just hang out there. Okay. Well, that area near the gelato. Weirdly, there's a gelato shop that made me think for <laughs> a bit. There's also like a just love gelato. It's like, it's like, hey, man, I've been listening to Corn uh, and My Chemical <laughs> Romance. Would anyone like some of this sorbet? And then afterwards, I might go to Moss Burger. <laughs> the worst fucking burger you'll <laughs> no, ever have. No, no. Moss Burger's awesome. Moss Burger's J- are terrible. No, it's good in Japan. 
Oh yeah, they're absolutely in Japan, they're very Brisbane. they're very cute. They're squashy. Oh, but uh, in in Australia they were like these mini Japanese burgers aren't big enough for our big I, fat fucks. I got, and they made I, them bigger, and the, it didn't suit a bigger. Burger. I went to Moss I, Burger and, and I literally didn't know what to order. It's the most confusing menu, and mm. they were terrible. Um. It's awesome. Like going to Japan when we would go to Sapporo, yeah. it was like what I looked forward to. Not really? skiing. I'd be like, oh, we're getting a Moss Burger at the airport. Fuck yeah! <laughs> yeah, they brought us Brisbane. They fucked your head. Is it still going? Because Moss Burger was a Krispy Kreme. When Krispy Kreme just came into Australia and expanded, like inside. Now you only get them at airports and petrol stations. Yeah. But for a yeah, time, the standalone Krispy Kreme is such a bold idea for a store. To, to give you an idea of when there was a standalone. CBD Krispy Kreme store. It was such a big deal that my birthday cake that year, because of the hype, was just a pile of Krispy Kremes, <laughs> like a peri- like a, with a candle in it. Yeah, literally. And it was, it was, the, best, similar, it was the best cake I've ever got. It was a I was over period the to um donut time hype as well. There was just this no, obsession. It was, it, I think it. Oh, it was similar to that hype, but they weren't at the same time. I thought they were. Nah, the, I think the standalone 20, 2012 to mate, 14. I'm thinking I was in like year nine or ten when the standalone Krispy Kreme store in the city happened. It's the it's what is now Moss Burger, which is a two leveled. Moss Burger's huge. Why do they need two levels? I went to Moss Burger once in like year ten. And I was starving, and I was like, "Cool, I get a burger, some fries, and like a coke." I ended up getting just the worst burger in the world. It's not true. Like potato chips and an iced tea. Did and I was the, like, I don't get, know how this has happened to me. You had to get it was you had to go off the images. Yeah, anyway, so there's a massive rabbit hole, but I just what hate I'm, Moss What Burger. I'm saying is the goths have all moved down yeah. there near the Moss Burger and the Gelato and the Rocking yeah. Horse, which is a great record store. Love Rocking Horse. Um, Great if you want to go get Lord's Melodrama. Bit to say on that later. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I think... <laughs> Rocking Horse, not Lord's Melodrama. <laughs> I haven't got a big opinion about green light, uh, like, waiting. <laughs> but, yeah, when we were at... Uh, when we were there at... Um, when I was going to the city, I think the Hungry Jacks was, when I was younger, a lot more quite dangerous. That area. No, it's, it was it's, seen, I mean, the upstairs bathroom is filthy. It's, um, like, it's like the red light district it's of literally, Amsterdam. Uh, Henry and I, when we were in New York, were waiting for tickets to SNL and we went to uh, the Times Square McDonald's. Now, that looked like a bomb had hit it and like a plague had ravaged it. Their mm. bathroom still probably looked better than Hungry Jacks in the Queen Street Mall. Yeah. I genuinely believe, and full credit to the staff there, it's a tough job. I just don't think they clean it more than once a week because they're like, what's the fucking logic? What would you? It'll just get kicked in. Like, why bother? Um, The few times I did go to Hungry Jacks, and this might strike a call with some people, they often had much cheaper deals. If I had like two or three dollars to my name in my pocket, like often just like on the way home, like not with people, I'd go to Hungry Jacks. There was a school. I'd go to McDonald's for the social element. Yeah. But Gee, it cost a bit more. There was a school holidays where I think it was probably between like year nine and 10. And it was that exciting time where you're like, oh, we have a group of friends who are girls. So we're like meeting up with the same Margaret's girls and oh, this is sick. And spent a lot of time in the city. Going in there just to like, as people know, just meander. You get in there and you're actually bored. The most exciting part of going to the city was going and then leaving so you could tell everyone you'd been in the city. But being there wasn't that exciting. But... I remember there was a, a holidays where Hungry Jacks did a stunner deal. It was like some $5. Uh, it was the 4 for four ninety five stunner deal, I believe. But the cup they gave you was plastic. So I had this cool black and white checked backpack and I kept my like hard red Hungry Jacks cup in there the whole time. Never got washed. So it was always just on my person when I went to the city. So at all times I could just be drinking Coke. I reckon the amount of soft drink I consumed in that like two month period 
would Wait, be like more you than refilled the, it? As in, I refilled it because you got free refills. Oh. If you bought the cup once, you got free refills. Oh, you're kidding. Mate, the amount of post Oh, that's a fucking grift of the century, Hen. It was insane. Oh my God. And I would like it. I actually wear it as a badge of honour that more Australian places don't do free refills because it's mm. so unhealthy, but holy fuck, that's cheap. How about Subway still pushing on with free refills? <laughs> it's I'm like, you're the health place. So true. But also, I feel like Subway, I feel like I get a bad rap when I do more than... My problem with free refills is if you do more than one refill, they look quite angrily at you. Like, oh, you shouldn't have mm. gone for your third refill. Either do it or don't. Mm. S- s- like, a Coke would cost you like two cents a litre. Oh, it's all cordial. You're losing money. But you've, I, I think what you've said here is correct, Joe, in that Hungry Jack's was the centre for the city rats. Yeah. Now, the city rat is very different to the Winter Garden yeah. rat. I it, it was probably the same in your era, Hem, but in my era of peak city going, say, year 9, 10, you know, it's what, 2013, 14, mm. I think the Winter Garden rat was at its absolute prominence. So that's like, pompous little private school yeah. brat. Winter Garden rats were almost only Terrace or Hallows and a lot of grammar and a yeah. lot of boys' grammar. And just, you know, the Winter Garden rat is entitled, yeah. chucking their fucking bag everywhere. Yeah. And because there's so many, because it's all very sit down at Winter Garden Rat, but because it's an escalator down, there was an entitlement to the Winter Garden Rat. And mm. I was a bit of one at times. You felt like, because you were a bit removed from the city and not really on display, it's like, I fucking run this town. Mm. Big thing of the Winter Garden Rat, Henry, you sometimes turned your nose up at McDonald's. Yeah, right. Peak Winter Garden Rat was going to Hanachi. Yeah, I was about to say Hanachi. Yeah. Yeah. Getting, a, getting a chicken curry <laughs> from Hanachi. My... My generation's almost equivalent to, you know, <laughs> a super stunner from Hungry Jack's was a chicken curry from Hanachi. Yeah, I actually went to a 21st. I think it was to Katie's 21st. Yeah. And the theme was Brisbane. And I went in my school uniform holding Hanachi. I went to <laughs> Hanachi that day to get it because it was that. Yeah, like, it was, wasn't it? It was that, oh, enjoy your cheeseburger happy yeah. meal, young year niner. I'm in year 10 now and I'll be having a chicken <laughs> kasu from Hanachi. <laughs> when I was... um. No, I have these at Nisico. They're great. <laughs> when I did my first speech as vice captain, I know this sounds super self-indulgent. My opening, <laughs> I mean, my opening joke I ever made to Terrace in about the third line <laughs> was this guy in the year below, well, Lockie Dunk. Yeah. I was like, and you know, you know, Terrace, it's all about commitment. You know, some of us committed to rugby, some of us committed to blah. Others, like Lockie Dunk, are committed to getting a Hanachi curry with eight girls. And it was right as <laughs> laughter. I was like, I'm away. <laughs> Hanachi was really... That yeah. that marked you was a Winter Garden rap more than anyone else. And you know what did too a little bit was Grilled. Yeah. But because Grilled was like two levels up from the ground floor, you didn't really hang. No. That was more and just if was, you... Fa- that's a fancy schmancy Grilled there, yeah. isn't it? That Grilled, the few times I went there at school, it was just because you wanted the food and then you like went back to Terrace or like did something else. It, you didn't mm. hang there. This is such a weird thing to remember, but I remember that Grilled open. It was the first one to be trialling a new style of uniform. I think it was like checked. <laughs> it, it, rather than like the McDonald's looking all red thing. I just remember going I remember there once the all red thing. I remember going to the Winter Garden Grilled for yeah. the first time and thinking, fuck me, this is fancy. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm at a restaurant. It's posh as anything, mate. And now I'm, <laughs> I mean, just shows what... Yeah. Look how far you've come. Um, but then the city rat... Yeah, as you said, very, very different. And that, dare I say, I shouldn't say it too loud because we're quite close to it, but that's a bit more like the Red Hill Skate Park looking people. Yeah. That's like, you got your longboard, a lot of beanies in the summer, oh, a lot of, There's a lot of chain now, wallet things. Now, to be very... Oh, I had a chain to wallet. To be very too. toffee here, Henry, there's a lot of very loose tyres. Oh, yeah. Now, everyone might try and sneak one button undone, but I'm seeing a lot of 
loosened down to your fucking sternum. Do you know what was the worst with the Winter Garden rat? Yeah. The kid who took the tie off. Oh, and I was and, and as I started to get, you know, I had a bit of pride. And I was like, oh, I think there were the kids who would like get, the, you know, there were kids who would put their school hat through the wash so that it looked more old tattered and, and yeah. old so that when they walked to the city, it was like, oh, I don't give a fuck about uniform. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, what the fuck? I, like, the oh, funny thing a, about that, a, I don't give a fuck. detergent on your hat yeah. there, mate. And taking the tie off, is, it takes more effort to take the tie off. Well, it's not choking who, you. As a man who can't tie a tie, I can't tie a tie, mate. Would it's staying on me. Um, but yeah, the, the city rat was more you were hanging out at Hungry Jack's, going to the shops a lot. You were very central station, Winnie yeah. Garden Rats. Mum and dad picked you up. Or to be honest, I think a lot of the subtext of the Winnie Garden Rat was either mum or dad working in the city and I'm waiting for a lift home. Yeah, see, I, I think that kept people there a lot. Neither of my parents were in the city, and that was the big thing. Because I, well, and we'll, 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 we'll talk about this later. But Winter, actually, Winter Garden. Now let's. I think we should move on to this now. The okay. parents well, letting you. Well, okay. Because I think I have a complete opposite situation to you. It was a battle for me. Really, I think because Hungry Jacks was so dangerous. Because yeah. I think the school had said, "Oh, don't, don't go to the city and stuff." So for me, it was a real friggin' Iran deal esque wow. negotiation. Like you were strategic. painstaking, painstaking yeah. to try and like get it out to get to go there. Uh, what time you were allowed to stay until was very crucial. Mine, I think it was five thirty, but I was oh, like, oh no, I wasn't allowed to stay past five thirty. No, I think it could have been five fifteen. Actually, I think the first time I went, it was four forty five. And mum well, was like, I'll pull in up in the most one, well, 45 minutes of good city time. If that. City hit its strides that's why, at about 4, that's why, I, that's why Ed Vallis stole my girl. Yeah. Because. You weren't in the city enough, mate. I wasn't in the city enough. Great guy, problem. but, you know, if I'd have been in the city, you, you, how are you getting a girlfriend with 45 minutes? Once you've covered, oh, Winter Garden. Oh, we're here. Hanachi. Or like, I'll buy you. Yeah, once you've gone, oh, I'll buy you your cheeseburger. Like you don't have a lot to go from. Mm. So I think it became play on for me at like, I think year nine, I was allowed to go. And it was all like, oh, yeah. Chris and Toby are going. Oh, we'll get a lift back to theirs. We're having a sleepover and stuff. If you could arrange a friend to get picked up with, that was your go. Oh, because then you had unlimited time. Yeah. Because your parents can just sleep comfortably going. But I was always picked up. I couldn't get public transport home. Really? Because they were like, because I could just be like, oh, the bus was late. And they're like, well, you know, you spent another 15 minutes at Hanachi. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's an interesting balance there of like, the extra effort you have to go to to pick. I could never pick my kids up from the city out of fear of... Like, I'd just be like, oh, cash public transport, I don't care. No, my mum was like... That that Volvo was pulling up. <laughs> I reckon that Volvo was there at 4.50, even if 5.15 was the agreed time, just, just so she to, could just see if I was sneaking around. Them down. That's great. See, I had the complete opposite experience, Henry, because my dad worked in the city, so I'd ah. often just walk in to get a lift home, and I'd walk in and maybe I'd just like hang in his office for an hour or like go to Winter Garden. So... I also would always find a way to swing an appointment in the city. Uh, this is a big part of my strategy in some respect, but also, you know, if you're going for an orthodontist appointment, you know, oh, it's at, oh, it's at 2 p.m., mm. leave school then, get there, hang around, you're laughing. Like, yeah. so it's interesting that I never had the battle that you did. Yeah. Because it sort of meant the city never held quite the same, ooh, I'm doing something interesting and out there as I wish it had. Oh, for a me, city it was, was just like, like Simba going into the hyenas. Yeah. For me, the city was, was like, just oh, like... I was always told this was the dark part of town. Uh, I also worked in the city uh, in my first ever job. Oh, with Maccas? With Maccas. Because yeah, I worked um, at the Bowels of the Maya Centre. 
And that was in oh, like year 10 or something or year 11. So very lucky you didn't get the Winter Garden Maccas on reflection. Oh, it would have been fucking nightmare. Oh, mate, no one came to the Maya Center Maccas. Yeah. It was uh, an absolute scene. But yeah, it is uh, on that, Henry, when we're talking about the parents' greatest fear. Yeah. I think it's time to mention two words that struck fear into parents' hearts for like a week and then was immediately debunked. Yeah. And what are those words, my friend? Crack. Alley. Ooh, the scariest alley in Brisbane, Hen. Well, so they would have you believe. So Crack Alley mm. was a scandal of epic proportions back in the day. Basically what happened was Crack Alley was on the news. I think it was Channel 10. And they said, oh, kids are dealing drugs in this alley in the city. Now, I think it was... Um, where Brew is. Yeah. I think is where it was meant to be. That's the only alley that makes sense to me. And I watched the old Channel 10 News report. It's... I've got it here. We'll share it on our socials. I just don't know what other alley there is. But it was it was a big scandal because basically it was on the news and it was just spun out by Channel 10. They, they had footage they claim was students dealing drugs to each other that... Now, we've revealed this was an absolute fabrication by Channel 10. The footage is clearly two kids giving each other a low five. Mm. And the president of Nothing Brisbane... high about that five. No, no. There's no drugs. Absolute worst case scenario, they're about to give it too slow. And, you know, retract the hand, yeah. ha-ha, high five, you know, go low, too slow. Yeah. It's cunty, sure, but it's not drug dealing. No. Um, and the president of Brisbane Catholic Education at the time had to come out and say on the video, these students, like his students, they went to... I think maybe a Marist or something. Yeah. Was slammed for it. Are clearly just high-fiving each other. So Channel 10 were busted for making this entire thing up. Dude, there were terrorist guys in the grade above me who were mm. in the news story. Now, I don't think Man. their faces were in it, but it was obvious from their bags or something. Well, this is the, well, this is the thing. They They're not the kind of bags that they were hey. accused of dealing. They blurred the faces, but it was really obvious what schools there were. So all the schools kicked up an enormous stink and were pretty immediately like... Hey, yeah, maybe some kids like loiter in the city and do antisocial things, but they're not fucking drug dealing out in the open in an alleyway. No, Channel 10 had to issue an apology yeah. after all of this because they were like, oh, yeah, sorry, we might have we might have stretched that one a bit. It's also so funny to me that they went with the crack alley language. I'm sorry, if the kids were doing drugs, it was weed at a generous best in weird. high school, maybe a few pills, but they were like, no, no, <laughs> Channel 10 newsroom, let's go hard and get them on crack. Imagine if there were guys in year 10 <laughs> dealing crack in the city. Think about crack. You listening to this podcast, do you know anyone who does crack? I'm sure a lot of people listening to this podcast have done Two or three recreational drugs. <laughs> Has anyone done crack? It's crack. And they were saying not only it's is It's up there with like, <laughs> oh, all these kids on Opium Lane. How dare they? Well, if they were in Frog's Hollow, that would have been right. <laughs> Maybe they could have. Um, It's ridiculous. It was it's like, so funny. not only is there it's crack, crack among school students, there's a whole alley of it. <laughs> there's, a, there's real estate. It's not a couple of have. isolated incidents. Uh, but Hen, Crack Alley, I mean, I'll say this for Crack Alley. It's the only place in the city where I was ever persuaded to go along and sit in a corner while four blokes who were remained nameless passed around a bottle of vodka and we smoked cigarettes. Well, that's what I think Channel 10 did, is they actually, in the same way that people go, oh, did George Bush actually create Al-Qaeda by talking oh. about a terrorist network so much? It was a bit of, did Channel 10 actually, Correct. by saying there danger. is a crack alley, create it so That's that so kids true. in the future, once it all died down and Channel 10 had to eat their words, they were all like, hey, you want to drink a bit of vodka or 
do some yeah. like I think it actually increased the amount That's of a great debauchery point. going on All of a in sudden, Crack Alley. There was this very self-perpetuating thing about Crack Alley. Henry, I think you're completely on the money there. Yeah. It was a it was a I like that the one of the headlines in the media watch is potholes in Crack Alley. Very funny. Yeah, Ten News Brisbane had the scoop. And the reporter Chloe Baker and a crew had been hanging out for weeks observing schools in an alleyway in the Brisbane CBD. It was huge. It was promoed on 10 for 24 hours. Oh, my God. Radio station 4BC um, <laughs> gave listeners a preview where it goes, oh. the journalist goes, it's no one apparently to school goers as crack alley. We have found that there are students from numerous different schools in Brisbane heading there most afternoons and they're loitering, they're smoking. Now, neither of those are doing or dealing crack. <laughs> Such a lofty claim, just like you are hereby charged on murder. We have evidence of you shoplifting and tying people's <laughs> shoes together. <laughs> it doesn't match the crime at all. This is not. They name schools and stuff like that. In, in when she was on the radio, she was actually naming schools. Name and shame, man. And then the Brisbane yeah said, oh, it was a low five. It was nothing. In, nothing it was at a all. fucking low five. <laughs> These, Imagine I mean, having your reputation almost ruined by a low five. But, but I that's agree. why I think for a long time, my parents, because that news yeah. story was big when I was really pushing to go to the city, they were like, we're not going to let you go to this alley of Whereas crack. Whereas crack alley would have been when I was in year six or something. So like, by then it was it, all a bit of a joke. It was yeah. a bit tongue in cheek. Yeah, yeah. Whereas like, it, in my time it was, no, there was an alley where you there was, there was drown a, in crack. It wasn't tongue in cheek, mate. It was needle in arm. Yeah, exactly. It was worrying business. Don't you trip on a syringe. Onto another few iconic bits of the city as we are rapidly running out of time. JB Hi-Fi. Mm. There's like two of them now. Yep. Um, I used to spend... I would. I wonder if you're the same. Probably the more embarrassing fact is JB Hi-Fi was 100% where I spent most of my time whenever I went to the city. Well, what I was doing... I would often go there alone to yeah. just like get some DVDs. When I was there trying to be cool, it was always... I was trying to find a cool reason to go to JB Hi-Fi that wasn't yeah. just like looking for the box set of... Burn notice yeah. or I think I genuinely bought like Merlin season one at JB Hi-Fi <laughs> with some friends and it went down like fucking lead balloon. Yeah. I think I went and Maybe bought it like I don't remember. a few Green Day albums there. That's pretty like, cool. It does a joke. It does a joke. But I'd always I think be I bought like, a guitar always, tuner was, there once because they sold yeah. music stuff. That was a half cool reason. Well, that was my thing. I was always like, because I was there on the pretense of being auditioning to be a TC and whatnot, mm. I'd always be like, oh. Got to crack your phone. You know, come on, crack my phone. Crack Alley. That's why I was. Because all the, all the <laughs> TCs, all the TCs had their phones, phones there were there. crack. Um, but you'd be like, oh, let's go to JB Hi-Fi and yell out penis real loudly in the aisles. And everyone would be like, fuck, Fredzy, that's awesome. So we'd all go and do oh, penis. What the fuck are these DVDs? And then I'd quietly be like, yes, they are. And they're my life. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Is that a Blu-ray of what's this? Reservoir dogs. You're like, how fucking dare you? Hey, guys, who dares me to buy Inception on Blu-ray, <laughs> DVD, and digital? Come on, I'll do it. Come on. The digital download code, guys. <laughs> I can get it as an MP4. Someone dare me. I've saved up for the Swear Dark Knight. Why don't I buy the Dark Knight, but I'll like go up to the counter as the Joker? You want to know where I got this money? <laughs> My parents. I'm buying the Dark Knight, <laughs> please. I know it's rated The whole family. M. Yeah, it's very exciting. God, I love JB Hi-Fi. But speaking of media as well, Henry, yeah. Rock and Horse Records. Yeah. Iconic, great record store. And also, the home of my first gig. Cool. Ever. It was opening for The Missing. So Rocking Horse you know, Records. I don't like you know it when you talk about your previous band. I know, I know. It's rude to talk about in front of my current band. But you know how Rocking Horse Records is now just the downstairs? Mm. So it used to be the upstairs and the downstairs was a venue. 
They had these great gigs down there. The air conditioning was so good. And it was unlicensed, so it was often just like at a 2pm on a Saturday. But it was just unreal to go, hear some great bands, and then you pop out and you're in the city, it's 3pm on a Saturday and the world's your oyster. Where do you go? And you're amongst the velvet underground. And it was right next to Crack Alley. Yeah. Just imagine. That's it, isn't it? Crack Alley, I think, like leads into Downstairs of Rocking Horse. More like Rock Alley. Um, that's awesome and good to have aircon. Unlike the gig last night where the aircon blew up and that we, fire started, we don't, we don't and have I to, had to use the power of bass to extinguish it. We don't have to lie. People know we're not recording this like live when it comes out on Friday. The gig hasn't happened yet. Your bass duel with Death himself. The fire. Your bass duel with. Eight eight oh eight, Bailey eight, three three four. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. All right. Death. Well, we gotta ask a question now. It's the most important question we've ever asked, Henry. Let's do it. Does the city fuck? Um, fucking obviously. I think it's so clearly fucks, almost more than any other suburb. It absolutely fucks. Do you know where I'm torn? It tries to fuck. So All hard. it does is it's try what to it's fuck. built around. Does it strike out? Because here's the thing for oh, me. I don't know. The city. This is the city for me. There's a lot it. of power and money in the city. We've spoken about on this show many times at length, me trying to tear my shirt into a V-neck. I think in the Christmas episode, we spoke about me colouring in my solly slippers with highlighters. Yep. We've spoken about in the Intrapilly episode where I tried to go in and meet up with Armony, the girl the I had a big crush on, and I got milk all over me. Go back and listen to any of those episodes for those stories. But the city for me was always going in and trying to meet girls. Your Grace Wilkins, your Phoebe Tyndales. I'm now just naming people. They'll be fine. <laughs> Who I don't know. Because <laughs> you're an old man. Previous high school girlfriends of mine. Heartbreaks. How many high school girlfriends did you have for longer than a week? Four. Oh, okay. That's not that much. All right. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Mr. One over here. <laughs> Two. Who's the other one? Girl called Mondi. She went to grammar. Oh, cool. Like in year 10 and 11. How long was it? Four months, five months. Oh, okay. I snuck in because I think one was literally eight days. <laughs> and, but you find the parameters yeah, yeah, for me. You're just there like, I'm like, how many do you have? And you're thinking, please don't say eight days. Please don't say eight days. <laughs> ah, week. Thank you very much, sir. Yeah, but for me, because it was going in to meet girls and in the way that you thought you'd impress girls by then, making an absolute titty yourself. Yeah. So it was all about silly social stunts. stunts really. It was all stunts for me. The city lived and died on stunts. I can think of a few. Food fights in the Winter Garden. Yeah. Just now, getting up on the table in Winter Garden and rapping like a Lonely Island songs I used to do. Being oh, like, a bit of make poetry. it a concert. I'm singing Mother Lover. Oh. Like shit like that. Now, um, I'll say this for the humble food fight. Horrible to clean up. I've cleaned up food cuts, courts before in my life. You know, when I worked at Macca's, I've never cleaned up a food fight. Do you have to clean up the food court? Oh, yeah. As I had to Mac take employee. out the rubbish and clean up the food court that's left by like KFC and Red Roots. Why is that Macca's place. job? Is that them just like giving back a bit? Because they're the big, Yeah, I just think the it's because they hire the most people and they're the biggest place. And they probably do create the most rubbish on average. Um, it's shitty. Food fights are so much fun. So much fucking It's so... It feels like it should be so illegal. And do I blame it on the Disney Channel original movie Max Keeble's Big Move? Yes. <laughs> I've never seen nor heard of it. <laughs> It's like a really Sounds old. Absolutely I, I think it was like an 04. I think it exists. Hang on. <laughs> Look it up. Was there a big food fight in it? I'm pretty sure there's like an insane... Was there a food fight in... And I can't remember if I'm remembering Here the name is. of this movie correctly. I was correctly. 2001. 50 different ways to eat worms. No. 
What's yeah. that movie where the kid has so. to eat worms so many different ways? Dude, get this. Yeah. The Max Keeble's Big Move food fight YouTube clip is three minutes and 44 seconds. <laughs> and it was filmed in Brisbane. That is a very long... What? No, it wasn't. Oh, um, it's a very long food fight. It is huge. Um, the other thing of like doing stunts is just that sort of stuff of like... Me and Pat Cook went into the city and there was a new guy at school called Charlie... And we <laughs> just stumbled on his name like he's an old flame of yours. <laughs> Charlie. I gave him my chocolate factory. I don't know how it's going. <laughs> no, it was like Charlie. And we went in and then he was from Sydney. He'd moved from Sydney. And me and Pat, this isn't even funny. We were like, oh, Sydney, Sydney Opera House. It's not as good as Jimmy's on the Mall, which is that weird restaurant in the middle yeah, of Queen Street Mall. And then we just went up to it and was like, it's a survey now. And that it was just obviously like trying to be Hamish and Andy. It was like, yeah. the stunt is we go up to random people and ask them, what do you know is more iconic? The Sydney Opera House? Or Jimmy's on the Mall. Or, or, or Jimmy's on the Mall. And it's people kind like, of funny. People were like, fuck off. It was just that sort of shit. Yeah. Something was, it was it's just, just like, being I have to be doing something that, Yeah, I have to be doing something that is like, not going to get me in trouble with school, but like, ooh, a bit edgy. Like, and then we, oh, I just remember this other thing. We met, we had this tourist who was incredibly hot who asked me, Chris, and Toby, and I think Hamish, to show her around one day, and we just took her around the city for like two hours. That's pretty fun. I think we have a photo but of does her. That, does I think it was my profile picture. Does that fuck? No. That was weird in hindsight that she hung out with us for that long. Yeah, but it's kind of cool. Gonna, I think I have a photo of it on my Facebook. I'm going to put that on the Instagram story of UB. Yeah, please do. Be like, this is us with that tourist who we showed around for two hours. Well, but it was shit like that. There was always some sort of... You were you were playing to an audience that wasn't I don't know, there. Though, the, you were playing to an audience that wasn't there. You're striking out. Those I don't think schemes, you're fucking... those schemes, they fuck to me. What do you think schemes. fucks more? Going to the city in your uniform and make and like undoing your top button, yeah. not wearing your hat, bit yeah. of a rebel, or and like wearing your faded short pants yeah. and your long socks, or getting changed into like a V neck and something from cotton on. See, I think. Despite oh. the fact that you like, there would be kids who would look better in the clothes they got changed into, being in your school uniform. So much cooler. Even if it was covered Fucks in crusty milk yeah. like yeah. I was. Um, there is something so desperately try hard about getting changed. I remember just going into seeing the city, a kid come out of the Campbell Centre uniform- toilet yeah. and they're like, oh, we're going to the city now? And you're like, you're in jeans. <laughs> I remember, uh, and we have talked about this at length before, only time I ever got changed at school to like go somewhere afterwards was Tuesday. Yeah. Well, I think that's fairly accepted. Yeah. Because you didn't want to go to Ecker and I don't think you were allowed city. to go. Yeah. City was like, I'm, but, yeah, I'm only probably staying for a bit. You. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think city fucks. Henry doesn't. And that is a rare disagreement. I just think because I was so desperately, desperately trying and failing to get some that in my mind it can never fuck. Yeah. There Whereas I'm just, I'm, I'm taking a bird's eye view, taking a holistic approach. True. And I've concluded on my countless well-researched metrics. And analyses, it fucks. Well, it's a city on a river and don't you ever forget it, kid. And that's well and truly all we've got time for here on Unpacking Manscaped. (laughs) How to send an email. (laughs) Fuck me. Nah, it's been wonderful to unpack the city. (laughs) We love it. It's a city on a river, kid. Don't you ever forget it. Um... Oh, you know. I love the city, by the way. I genuinely don't think there's a better CBD anywhere yeah, in the world. Yeah, the city's great. Statues so everywhere. So many CBDs are genuinely heartless. Mm. Sydney really springs to mind. Like, that is a glass and concrete, nothing going on CBD. Yeah. Got to go to the rocks or the harbour for anything interesting. Melbourne, much the same. Mm. The fact we've got 
you know, our iconic meeting spot is a fucking derelict Hungry Jacks, I think speaks so much to Brisbane. I think we've, got, say, char- we've got characters as well because there's that lady who used to look like Marilyn Monroe who just hang around oh, the cinemas. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of statues. There's a dude who takes that, photos somewhere. I think Wilson was messaging it yeah. about. Don't have it in front of me, but yeah. I think... Yeah, I would agree. Sydney, and, it's a it's a monolith. And you don't these, get that. There's these great little iconic things like Mum was saying upstairs at JoJo's used to be a big scene. And I remember after the Terrace All Hallows musical in year nine, instead of going straight to Pancake Manor, we went to JoJo's on the Friday night. And it felt like I was at a pub. That I is felt cool. so illegal. I had a whole Jojo- pizza. Was JoJo's owned by Stefan? Yeah. 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 See, there's just so these threads of Brisbane. Stefan, you got Marilyn Monroe you got lady. got Jimmy who's on the mall. Jimmy on the mall. What happened to Marilyn Monroe lady? The, Kennedy, the right. Kennedys killed her. I <laughs> they, they were Happy birthday, <laughs> Campbell Newman. <laughs> Not a frog. Again, uh, just a new man. <laughs> all right, that's all we've got time for. Keep an eye out for live shows. Uh, keep an eye out for... Like, come along to Late Lines next yes, week. Yes, very exciting. Joe, it's very me funny. me and the Miss will be doing that. Uh, Henry, um, can we at least treat people to one joke from Late Lines that won't get in the show? Yeah, sure. I'll bring up the document. Because <laughs> part of the Late Lines writing process is... The art of writing one-liners that don't make it. Cool. I don't know what one Joe's going for, so I'll let him find it. Um, But, yeah, as we mentioned at the top of the show, Flaming Galar will be the next gig for the Mangroves. I think it's going to be 7th of Feb. Uh, so keep an eye out for tickets for that. We'd love to have you along after last night went so well. We rocked, that. we rocked those socks off. No one's got socks in the vicinity of the Black Bear Lodge anymore. Um, so that'll be fun. Keep an eye out. And, uh, Joe, what do we got for... The joke that you don't think will be in the show? Okay. <laughs> Offensive to whoever wrote the joke. Um, I thought you had one in mind. You just now. No, I do, I do have one in mind. Yeah, I don't think this will get in the show. Oh. You, might, you might disagree. What is it? Coon Cheese has been renamed. The cheese has been renamed Cheers Cheese. Narrowly beating out Fraser Cheese and How I Met Your Mother Cheese. <laughs> I was going to put that in. <laughs> oh, actually. That's uh, fine. I think you, if you liked that, come to Late Lines. Late Lines. And if you also, didn't like that, we're not putting it in. Yeah. So the stuff in Late Lines, and, you'll like. And more importantly, if you liked that, there are jokes similar to that that I think Henry will go with because I've spoiled <laughs> that one. <laughs> um, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be so much fun. Come to Late Lines. They'll be unpacking Brisbane. There'll be mangroves. Brisbane's back. It's pumping. I hope lockdown's been great for all of you. And keep letting us know how you're going. Yeah. Please do. I love our fans. We love you, Brisbane.